What's going on, everyone? It is your favorite night, our favorite night, Pint Saturdays. I am your host and one half of Team Cool Dads, Josh Stanton, joined by my co-host and the other half of Team Cool Dads, Jack McMullen. What's going on, Jack? Nothing much, my boy. Do you smell that in the air, though? Uh, Brother, there's a couple things that I smell. Are you ready for them? They're not the toots in the truck. Let me just start off by saying that. Bump, bump, bump. There's our fart reference. What do you smell in there, Jack? Brother, I smell hope. I smell optimism. I smell the NFL draft. It's our Super Bowl, Bubba. It's a week away. Are you ready? This is the this is the time of the year when the Commanders fans and the Giants fans stand up because it is our moment. We have waited all year for this. We went through months and months and game after game of atrocious football, bad offensive line play, drop passes, subpar quarterback play, atrocious coaching decisions just to get to this moment, Jack. And we are seven days away, baby. Seven days away, man. Hope has never been higher. Let's get it popping, brother. And with the 11th pick, the Washington Commanders take Jeremy Schultz, nose tackle. Pensacola. Pensacola. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Hey, Hey. man. I'm I'm happy to be here. This is the, the mock draft. Pint Saturdays edition. Let's get it going, dude. Hey, it's going to be a ton of fun. I would be remiss if I did not mention that the New York Metropolitans or the Amazing Mets are the first team in the MLB to reach 10 wins. Am I on a hype train right now, Jack? Absolutely. Is it a little premature? Absolutely. But is this our year? Absolutely, baby. Let's go Mets. Can you say it with me? Let's go Mets, man. I'll give it to you first to 10. Let's see how it all plays out after 162, though. Hey, Mets and Rays, World Series, rocking and rolling, baby. Let's go. Jack, you excited about tonight's pint? Brother, I, uh, I've, been, I've been waiting for this day. So super excited. Did a lot of draft prep. Obviously, my draft prep started, like, during the season. So <laughs> I am fully prepped, maybe a little too prepared, you know. But look, man, it's going to be fun. We're going to chop it up. Uh, we're going to run through a mock draft. I'm sure I'm going to bust your 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 big board, uh, but it should be fun, man. Let's get it going. Guys, just to, just to break down what we have, and so we told you we were going to have some awesome week before the draft, so what we are doing is we are doing a live mock draft, alternating picks all the way through pick 11, which is Jack's Washington Commanders. What's really funny about this draft is Jack actually gets to pick for the Giants, and the commander. So I'm not, I'm interested to see what he's going to say. We're going to alternate picks as we go through. But before that, Jack, we got to hop into our toppings. You ready, baby? Let's get it. All right, man. First one up, Batman is coming to HBO Max. This is more of a, hey, let us know why we need to watch it, Jack, because I know I'm going to be peeping. For me, though, it may take, you know, a few nights to watch it because I'm piecing it up um, in, dad, in dad life. Let me know and let the listeners know why we need to watch it. A friendly reminder, Batman Got a 10 out of 10 from the boy Jack. I'm a big Batman fan, and this meets all expectations. Not just that. It's going to be on HBO Max, so you can stream it, stop it, and pause it, and and do what you may. So if you're a dad, get back to it. It's a long movie. I will warn you. It's very long, but it's worth it. So you can find the time, sit down, enjoy it. Uh, Robert Pattinson uh, will, I, I think, surprise a lot of folks on how good of a Batman he is. Not just that, but there's a ton of behind-the-scene footage of how they made the movie. Should be an interesting watch, man. I'm looking forward to peeping it again. You know, time to go back for round two for the boy. 
round two going back to the well. I'm going to be peeping it. We hope you guys are going to be peeping it. And uh, we're going to drop a poll on Instagram and Twitter, just kind of getting your takes on it. I think it's going to be 100%. It was awesome. I don't think there's going to be a lot of people disliking it, but we will see. Moving on to the second topic, Mike Tyson throwing hands on an airplane, not just a ring, bro. Hey, man, did that guy deserve that? Look, man. So, yeah, Tyson Tyson caught a guy with a fade on on an airplane. Uh, Supposedly, this guy was doing what most people do. They, They asked for a selfie. You know, but when you're a grown man, like one, it's one thing to ask for a picture with another person. Like you got to respect their, like their, you know, their, their privacy. You got to respect their area. Like you got to leave them alone at a certain point. And supposedly this guy just continued to like talk and nag and touch at a certain point, man, when you tell somebody to stop, to leave you alone and they continue to think that they're entitled and they, you know, should carry on and touch you. Like, yeah, I mean, I think Mike Tyson, um, you know, he had his right to to be like, leave me alone. Now, did he take it a little far? I don't know. It's Mike Tyson, though. Mike Iron, Iron Mike. Like, what do you expect? Iron Mike through the hands, man. And um, in a way, you know, I, I feel bad for some celebs, athletes that have to deal with people that go beyond just asking for an autograph or a photo. Like, when you start getting in people's personal space and touching them, man, Hey, you got to chill. Come on now. Hey, here, here's a follow-up question for you. How many – give me give me the top three celebrities or athletes that you've taken a selfie with. Dude, I've met a ton of ton of athletes in Pensacola. Top three. Ooh, ooh. I met Alfred Morris at the Bullet Alley. Uh, that was pretty cool because he was on the Redskins at the time. Let's see. Who else have I met? I met Evan Longoria, who played for the Rays at a at a bar. That's legit. I also met BJ Upton, who played for the Rays at a bar. That's legit. Um, who else have I met? Dude, I've met a lot of random people, like just like at in random spots, like on the beach and stuff. I met Tim Hightower. He played for uh, he played in the NFL. I met him. He was picking up at a Redbox movie um, at that gas station by. Uh, flounders you know what i'm talking about in pensacola yeah yeah directly on the right next to the boardwalk yeah he was like please don't tell people i'm down here anyways i i've met quite a few man what about you top three top three uh so the the kind of the most random was andy pettit at a gas station i said uh i looked over i said hey andy pettit he said what's up i said let me get a selfie literally <laughs> rolled over there uh took a selfie uh adrian peterson um in target Oh, that's awesome. Uh, rolled up on AP. I'm pretty sure I sent you that selfie. It's while I was working at Target. And I uh, uh, I saw him in there and I rolled up on him. Hey, AP, let me get a selfie. And he was, you know, cool with it. I guess that's my phrase. And then uh, and then uh, at, at a Knicks, the Knicks-Rockets game, um, I believe it was the New Year's. Yeah, it was the New Year's game a few years back where Harden went absolutely insane. I think my Knicks lost by like 30 or whatever. But anyway, uh, Clyde Frazier, baby, caught him, said, right. hey, Clyde, let me get a selfie. That's what's up, man. That's awesome, bro. Yeah. So it seems that my saying is, hey, let me get a selfie. And they're always cool with it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it like it comes to the territory, right? It's like when you're when you're evading somebody's personal space and they've already kind of warned you, like, hey man, like, you know, ch- just gotta chill on this flight, like leave me alone kind of thing. And yeah. you continue to like touch their shoulder from behind them. Like at some point you like you have to be like, yo, stop. 
And I mean, we are talking about Iron Mike. Look, if I saw Iron Mike on a plane, I'd probably do the same. I'd probably dap him up and be like, you're the champ, you know, one of the greatest of all times. But I'm at a point in my life where it's like, I don't really need a photo with someone. Like, that's not very important to me anymore. Maybe in my 20s, it would have been. But uh, yeah, like, come on. I, being on a flight during COVID, I don't want somebody else touching me. You know what I mean? Jack, first of all, I got to stop you right in your tracks. So if you were on the flight, and Randy and Wander are sitting there. You're not taking a selfie with them. Probably not at this age. Look, you know, I, I like it, man. I like it. Look at you, you know, man. I'm, I'm a grown man now. Come on, man. What am I going to do? Post it for people to like it? Like, I don't care anymore. I don't know, man. I still I still feel like I'm still getting in selfie mode if I see one of my favorite players. <laughs> no, I'm, look, I'm, I'm going into my mid-30s, dude. Like I got more important things to do than get photos with people. Like it's, it, it's cool to, to, to meet somebody that you watch on TV, but it's not as cool as it used to be when you're like a kid. Like I'll keep that. T- Maybe if JJ won a photo, I'd, I'd ask for it. You know what I mean? And we're at the, we're at the uh, Jackson, the commanders game. I'm at the giants game and we're um, talking our kids into going, getting autographs from our favorite players. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's awesome. All right. Third topping of the night, Sony and Microsoft. Brother, I'm a little – I feel a little little edgy about this, but they're debating on adding advertisements to the video game. So it's going to be very similar to watching a TV show, and then it goes to a commercial break. Jack, is that going to annoy you? Yeah, it is. Like, I, I, I bought the game. I don't need any additional advertisements. I don't have the money to buy anything else, probably, if I bought the video game. Plus, <laughs> I have no time, so we need to speed this thing along. The loading times take long enough. Last thing I need is an ad. Telling Dude. me about something that they want me to buy is not happening. Just get to the FIFA game. I got to stay in Division 2, hopefully get promoted to Division 1. Let's go. Dude, man, time, time because when you hear one of the little dudes roll up, you know that game's about to end very quickly. It's over. Bro, and when the game's still going on, it gets very dicey, and it gets almost like borderline, like I get nervous, anxiety. I get a mixed bag of emotions. Especially when he turns the corner and goes through the remotes. Oh, yeah. It gets really – and you're depending on me. You're like, oh, through ball, through ball. And, and <laughs> meanwhile, it's on channel 32. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome, man. Hey, those were our toppings for tonight. Uh, great job, Jack. You get a gold star. I think you are absolutely, uh, you know, the best at, uh, at breaking down the toppings, man. But I, hey, no, I appreciate that. Meanwhile, two weeks later, I got a photo of some athlete that I meet at the bar. Or I literally, at Target. I literally can't wait until you send that selfie because I'm going to blow it up um, on every social media outlet, including MySpace. So that's hilarious. Um, all right, man, are you ready to hop in? Hey, we've made it. We have one scoop tonight. It is the the uh, the rotating mock draft where we are going to rotate picks. Let's go, baby. I'm Hype Jack. How are you feeling? Brother, I've never been readier. Let's get it going. Got the first pick. You ready? Hey, I am ready. Break it down for us, Jack. Hit us with the first pick. The first pick in the NFL 2022 draft, the Jacksonville Jaguars select Trayvon Walker. Edge, Jordan. Ooh, Let's ooh. Go. See, I've seen a lot of hype for him, but I just I don't know if I see that happening. Um, but it could happen. Joshua, we're talking about the Jaguars, <laughs> and they take Jermaine Johnson, Edge, Florida State. At one. Never know. All right, so Walker's I got to say, off the board, brother. 
All right, Walker is gone. All right, with the second pick in the 2022 NFL Draft, the Detroit Lions take Aiden Hutchinson, which is a steal at two, I think. So uh, certainly a Michigan man staying in Michigan. That's 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 going to be a a good fit for him. Um, yeah, I love love the pick. Good value at number two. Anyways, going to uh, pick number three with the third pick in the 2022 NFL Draft. The Houston Texans select Sauce Gardner. Ooh, I like the pick there. I like the pick there, man. I, li- I like that. Dude, he's such a stud, man. That he's dude a is stud. just they 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 definitely gotta improve the defense. There I think there's obviously with the third pick, you got a variety of options. I just think that we're talking about a true difference baker in the secondary, and I and I, I think it's a good fit. All right. Fourth pick in the 2022 NFL draft. The New York Jets select Evan Neal, offensive tackle. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Did I blow, did I blow your draft board up? <laughs> yeah, I get uh, no, 30, it, 30 seconds to adjust the board. Give me a second, please. Go ahead. Go ahead. Hey, you may have blown mine up already, too. That's why I adjusted. <laughs> I, I, I pivoted. Here's what I'll tell you, too. I think that the Jets are the wild card at four that's going to blow the draft boards up. Yeah. Do you agree with that? Yeah. You don't know. They can go so many different ways. There's so many possibilities. They need help on defense. They need help on the offensive line. They need wide receiver help. I mean, there's so many ways they can go. All right. We are at the fifth pick, which happens to be the pick of the New York football giants. You ready? Let's do it, baby. I'm ready. With the fifth pick in the 2022 NFL draft. The New York football giants select Charles Cross, Mississippi Ooh. State. What? Listen, listen, gotta give you instant reaction to that. I wouldn't I've seen him fly up draft boards. Yeah, and I also read something today that um that your new GM and coach are extremely high on him. He's supposedly the best pass protecting tackle. Natural left tackle i understand you got andrew thomas is that such a bad problem to have when your your offensive line has been atrocious mm-hmm. i think it's i think it's a it's a it's a great pick you can go defense there uh, but obviously having the luxury of two picks in the top 10 can't really go wrong you know absolutely absolutely and i and that's it's it's i can't wait to step fifth overall pick yeah i've seen him just flying up recently i'm like that's give me give me your instant reaction graded a b c d f so, it, so me personally, I'm a fan of uh, uh, Ekawan. I don't know how to say his name. Ikanu um, from North, but, North Carolina State. Yeah, from North Carolina State. But here's the thing: if you get any of the big three, Evan Neal, um, a, a, any any of those big three, Evan Neal, Ikawanu, and Charles Cross, I'm cool with it because I'm not a, I'm not a scout. I am. You know? So I, I <laughs> picked the right one for you. You're welcome. So, so I don't think you can go wrong. Now, if I hear, um, uh, you know, what's that? What's the fourth? Um, or if I hear like a Jordan Davis defensive line at five, I'm gonna yeah, go crazy. I'm, uh... That w- that's a Dave Gettleman pick, you know that at five, right? Oh, for sure, absolutely. All right, sixth pick on the clock are the Carolina Panthers. Oh, the pick is in, and with the sixth pick in the 2022 NFL Draft, the Carolina Panthers select the first quarterback off the board, Kenny Pickett. Ooh, over Malik Willis. Got Kenny Pickett going because he has a connection with the head coach of the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, I think he initially um, 
committed. Committed. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. No. No. I know the story. So him and the him and that is, rule, they have he has tiny hands. I'm joking. That's a. <laughs> I'm, you can't, look at this point. You go with the quarterback that you feel most comfortable with. So if that's Kenny Pickett, he's a proven commodity um, at Pittsburgh. Played a ton of football for them. If that's who you feel most comfortable with, and you think that he presents the opportunity to win, then yeah, you 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 take that you take that guy. The only thing I will argue, I think Malik Willis has a higher ceiling. He Agreed. might have a uh, greater bust potential, but at this point, like you kind of want to hit the guys that have the higher ceiling. So hey, Kenny Kenny Pickett could turn out to be a Kirk Cousins, and and Malik Willis could turn out to be you know a guy that never makes it. So could be a very good pick. Interesting though, very interesting. Well, guess what, Josh? We are already back to the New York football Giants. Man, this is going to be a fun draft next Thursday. And and I was going to take Kenny Pickett with the seventh pick. Stop it. Were you really? No, I'm joking. Oh, okay. I'm just – no, they, they have to give Daniel Jones the opportunity with uh, with the real coach and offensive coordinator show when it, when it makes sense. Let's see here. I'm just having to do just a little bit of adjustment to my – Draft board. All right. Are you ready? Go ahead. With the seventh pick in the 2022 NFL draft, the New York football giants select Derek Stingley. Dude. Cornerback. LSU. I, dude, I love it. Lo- love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Like, love it. Ideally, you want Sauce there, but Sauce went. I think Derek, we saw from the freshman tape, he's a stud. He plays man to man. Like, I think you're you're taking a you're taking a chance with somebody that has such high upside that could potentially be a top five pick. I think it's a good it's a good move. You're looking to move James Bradbury. You slide him in. This is a kid that could potentially be the steal of the draft. Love it, love it. I can't say any more about that pick. Absolutely love it. Awesome. Give me a A, B, C, D, or F. Oh, it's an A plus plus. You'll see why later on. You'll see why. Later all right, on. all right, cool, cool. Um, all right. With the eighth pick in the 2022 NFL Draft, the Matt Ryanless Atlanta Falcons select Kyle Hamilton. <sighs> my heart is broken. <laughs> you can't. At that point, the Falcons need a lot. They're clearly in the rebuild mode. You broke Kyle my heart, Josh. I know you wanted him at 11, probably. (laughs) Kyle Hamilton is one of the top players in the draft. Uh, The fact that you get him at eight. Yeah, no, Kyle Kyle Hamilton was in the discussion for me um, all the way up to the Houston pick. I mean, he's that good of a player. I think he's going to slip some because of the 40 time. Um, He was in a discussion for, you know, if it wasn't Derek at seven for you guys, it could potentially be Kyle pairing him up with X-Men. I think that's more of a luxury and you can't, you kind of, don't need to fill a luxury. I think there's other safeties that if you want to pair somebody a younger guy up with X Men, you can you can do so. So that's a that's a great pick. I mean, take this in consideration. Atlanta in the past two years have added two freaks. They got they got uh, Kyle Pitts, absolute gonna be a monster. He's a freak, and then you yeah. just added Kyle Hamilton, who's like six four, six five. He could play linebacker. He could play high safety. He could probably man people up in coverage. I mean. It's it's great value, dude. You you know what you know what Kyle Hamilton kind of reminds me of? What? Isaiah Simmons. Do you remember him? Of course I remember him from Clemson. Yeah. Oh. All right, man. That uh 
I'm having to adjust the board again. I wasn't expecting my boy. All right, I'm good. Let's go ahead and move on to the ninth pick in the NFL draft. The Seattle Seahawks select Devin Lloyd, linebacker, (laughs) Utah, replacing Bobby Wagner. I did not see that coming, man. Yeah, man. Might be a little bit of a reach, but look, man, the way the board's falling out, I I think they uh, potentially could be in the market for a quarterback, Malik Willis there, or even a uh, corner, but with Sauce and Derek off the board. Yeah, we're going to fill that fill that void and get our new uh, Mike linebacker to, to, to lead the new Legion of Boom. Dude, love it. That's that's it, man. Malik, and th- at that point, Malik Will- Willis is like, "What? I thought I was going to Seattle." Now Malik is looking, and he might do a real fall, man. A real fall. He, hey, maybe he's eleven at the Washington Commanders. We'll see. I mean, I here, here's the thing. That would be, um, man. That's a huge. That's a huge pick replacing, um, replacing Wagner, dude. That's crazy, man. Love it. Love it. All right. You, you know who's still on the board, right? Oh, I do. I do. And it's blowing my draft board up right now because if I'm the Jets, I'm running. I'm ru- I got to run to the podium, man. And then I'll tell you who I'd originally pegged to the Jets. OK, okay. Um, actually, I won't tell you who I originally pegged. I'm just going to take the player that is an absolute steal at 10. So on the clock are the New York Jets and their 10th overall pick in the 2022 draft is Kayvon Thibodeau. You got to grab him there. You, yeah. you can't let him fall out of the t- – I'm watching him fall, and I'm like, there's not a chance he gets out of the top ten. He's arguably the most talented player in the draft. Right. A- a- agreed. For for whatever reason, there's been question marks because the kid thinks outside of football, but I don't think that's a bad quality to have. Um, seems like a smart kid. Um, yeah, he's been an absolute monster. So I think if you're grabbing him at ten, he's easily could have been one, two, or three. Like, this is a great value. And, and, and one thing about the head coach of the New York, um, New York Jets, they need edge rushers. You're potentially getting the best in the entire draft. Like, yeah, and imagine, is, what, imagine what that does to unlock a Quinn Williams. So, so yeah, so let's, let's look at the, Jeff, the Jets draft right now. We got them taking uh, the tackle from Bama and then getting this stud from Oregon. Come on, man. That's a that's a great draft. That's that could be uh, the start to something, you know. Oh, absolutely, man. You, you've protected Zach Wilson, and then you've invested to unlock uh, your former. What was Quentin Williams? He was a third overall pick, right? Yep, yep. You've now, un- dude. Yeah, love it. All right, man. Hey, you're on the clock, baby. This is your moment. This is my moment. Look, all right. If for uh, you know, if for whatever reason the board kind of played out like this for me, if I'm the Washington Commanders. I'm I'm getting on the phone. I'm calling up teams behind me and I'm saying, "Hey, you guys want to jump up and get Malik Willis? Cuz we just got our our franchise quarterback, this guy named Carson Wentz." So I'm seeing if I can't get like a I'm trying to work the phones like the Giants did and got, you know, additional first round pick. That's what I'm looking to do. But for the sake of this uh mock draft, I'm going to go ahead and select somebody and I think I'm going to grab me a stud. How about it? Go ahead, grab your stud. With the 11th pick in the 2022 NFL Draft, the Washington Commanders select Garrett Wilson, wide receiver, Ohio State, the Ohio State. Love it. Love it. Does that give you one of the best receiving cores in the NFL? 
they pairing him up with Terry along with uh, Curtis. They all went to Ohio State. They're all Buckeyes. You now have a quarterback with a bigger, stronger arm. I mean, I think it definitely opens up the field more and uh, definitely makes our offense a lot more dangerous. And I think, see, you know, me personally, I think Garrett Wilson is a stud. Like, Drake London's in the conversation as well. To me, when I watch Garrett Wilson, he's just somebody that it looks natural. Um, so I'd be, I'd be happy to, to, you know, turn in the card and get me Garrett Wilson. Um, now if I got a great trade back option, got to slide back five, 10 picks, picked up some, some, you know, additional picks, whether it's in the second or the first of the next year. So if we had to go quarterback, yeah, that's a, that's a great option, man. But, uh, Garrett Wilson, I think is a good, going to be a good pro. So I'd be excited about the pick. What would be exciting for you guys if you slid back three slots and uh, Malik Willis was taken at 11 and then you had the – because there's, th- there's three top receivers. The wide receiver class is really – Oh, yeah. Guy. That's Garrett what I'm Wilson. saying. You can, you can trade back and get Chris uh, Chris Olave. You can get Drake London. You can get uh, – Jameson Williams. Jameson Williams. So you can mm-hmm. slide back, get a uh, second edition, like a second rounder, and still get one of the top guys that could turn out to be a stud. So, like – be you don't I hope the commanders don't feel locked in. The only way I'm staying at eleven, brother, is if Stingley or Kyle Hamilton or Sauce, if one of those top defenders is on the board, then I'm staying. The wide receiver, like the wide receivers in this class give you so much flexibility to be able to move back. And I'd oh, yeah. be okay with that. It's it's a deep wide receiver and edge class. Yeah, so I'd be perfectly fine with moving back, man. Hey, I think, hey, if the draft shakes out this way for us, man, awesome. Awesome start to the draft. You're going to finally see us excited because usually we're questioning our picks. (laughs) Yeah, if it plays out like this, like, I think we both walk away pretty happy and optimistic about the season. And um, I think we both get some studs that, uh, you know, in year one are going to make a difference. I hate this draft a guy and he sits like. No, this is the NFL. You need to be ready to play year one. You know what Agreed. I mean? This isn't the MLB. <laughs> like, I need my first rounder to be on the field making impact plays. Agreed. Agreed. All right, so here's some follow-up questions to the draft as we wrap it up. Who, out of those top 11 picks, or just in general, who do you think could go within the top 10 this year, or top 11, that is uh, a huge reach? Or is more likely to be a bust, I'll ask. Oh, that's easy. It's my first. It's my first pick. I think Trayvon Walker. I, I think Dude. for whatever reason, no one was talking about him during the season. They were talking about Dean. They were talking about all uh, you know, Jordan Davis, the guys yeah. that aren't being picked in the top ten. Those are the players that they were talking about. All of a sudden, people come around. It's uh, combine time. People are like, "Wow, this guy's built differently. He's fast. He's this. He's that." It's like, I don't remember watching him play. <laughs> like, that's the Dude, funny he, he part. Had, like, I, I believe he had six sacks last year. Yeah, so that's the funny part. I drafted him one based off my gut of what I've read and the hype built around him. But I think he also comes with a lot of bust potential because, to be honest with you, I just haven't seen him make many impactful plays during college football. I saw Dean make a ton of plays. I saw Jordan Davis make a ton of plays. But him specifically, like, I don't – I watched a lot of Georgia because obviously they're a good team. Um, I don't remember watching him make a big impact on the games. And maybe maybe I'm just wasn't paying attention close enough, but I think he comes with a lot of risk if you take him at one. 
totally, totally agree. What's really funny is I have a very weird feeling that we're going to pick the same player on this next question, but I'll go ahead and wrap up the first question. I have him as the highest bust potential as well. I think he's a, a combine stud that is wooing people. Um, but Hey, I always look at the tape, the yeah, tape where it's at. Tape um, doesn't lie, brother. So, so I think he has the highest bust potential. Hey, could we be wrong? Absolutely. But that's why I'm pegging his highest bust potential as well. Let's move it over to who's your pro bowler year one. And we're going to say this name at the same time because I have a sneaky suspicion based off how we think that it's the same player. Are you ready? On three. All right. One, two, three. Derek Stingley. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I think, I think Derek could ultimately be a pro bowler or defensive player, defensive rookie of the year. I think Kyle will absolutely have the same opportunity on, on the Falcons. Look, we're talking about two young guys that are going to be on teams that weren't very good. I mean, they're picking in the top 10, so they're going to be on the field and they're going to have the opportunity to make plays. So yep. I think you're talking about two guys that came from big programs that have a ton of upside, a t- t- ton of potential. I can see Derek stepping in and, and, and being coached up and us seeing that freshman year tape where he just dominated. Like they couldn't, and I mean, he, he didn't go against scrubs. Like we're talking about Trevor Lawrence. Like he shut down that Clemson team. He's a, he's a, he is a, he's, I would also consider him the highest risk just because of his injury history. So he, he comes with a little bit of baggage, um, which, which is going to scare some teams. But I think that if he stays healthy, he's a pro bowler next year. You know who they're, who they're comparing him to, right? Who? Marshawn Lattimore. And you know how good he is. Stud. From year one, like as soon as he got in the league, stud. Yeah. Like locked Julio Jones down. Stud. Yeah. You you have that lockdown corner, especially and here's another reason. Brother, it changes because the of, whole it changes the whole game plan. You they erase one side of the field. They take out the best player. Yep. Yep. And our defensive coordinator, Wink Martindale. Loves to leave his corners on island. So he, we actually have to have good corners, or they'll be out there getting roasted the way he plays, yeah. the way he runs his defense. Let, let me go ahead and chime in a little bit on Kyle Hamilton. I just think the kid's a freak. I think he's going to be put in a position to to play in several different spots in the field, whether it be that Buffalo nickel down in the box, whether it be high, you know, a high a high end safety whether it be manning up against a tight end. I just think the guy presents a lot of, uh, a lot of options on, on the defense where he can disguise his coverage, and I, I think he's going to make a lot of plays. So I think he has – him and Stingley de- definitely have the potential to be, you know, defense or rookie of the year, Pro Bowl, year one. And I think they're both – if the draft played out this way where Hamilton went to the Falcons and then Stingley was on your, your New York football giants, they're both going to be in the lineup. Like, they're both going to be making plays. Yeah. It just depends on who's making more. Um, so, yeah, I, I think both of those guys um, present such high upside that they certainly can be a pro bowler year one. You guys heard it here first. If the draft shakes out this way, which I don't know if it's going to go exactly like this, but you are looking at Charles Cross and Derek Stingley Jr. as New York football giants and Garrett Wilson as a Washington Commander Jack, I'm so hyped for the draft. 
We are literally a week away. It is going to be amazing. And again, I don't know if you guys know this, but we FaceTime every year during the draft. So it's a ton of fun. We get to see the live reactions. And of course, you know, you know, being friends for so long, we know when each other isn't actually excited. Hey, how about when we took Antonio Gibson from Memphis? And I was like, wait, what? Who is that? Remember that? Yeah. You're like, Josh, I really don't know who this guy is. And then you, oh, I can't even get into that, but you know, you know how it is. That's, uh, it's always fun. I mean, it's always, it's more fun when you get the player that you, that you really want. Obviously the year that we got chased, I kind of knew we're going to get chased, but I'm still excited. Yeah. Um, it's frustrating as any, you know, as heck when they take somebody that you're like, that is a major reach. Like, what are we doing? (laughs) What are we doing? Oh, that's awesome. All right, man. Anything to add before we hop into our sprinkles of the night? Nothing to add um, specific to the top 11 picks. I just think this draft has a lot of talent um, that can be that can be had in like rounds two, three, and four. So I oh, think 100%. I think you can find some starters in those in those rounds. So hopefully, I'm I'm praying that you know my front office has their stuff together and they're ready to knock it out of the park and get some starters that can come in and make a difference. So I, I, I just think it's got a lot of, a lot of quality players, man, that can be had in those later rounds that can make impact on year one. Yeah. Yeah. I believe that there's a lot of players that are going to be picked in the third and fourth round that would have been second and third um, yeah. last year. Hey, so. Hey, before, before we move on, Malik Willis did not go in our top 11 picks. Where do you got him going? Ooh, let me think about that. I have him going to the, Pittsburgh yep. Steelers. You and I think alike. I got I got him going to Pittsburgh as well. They got Mitch Trubisky. We already know how that's going to play out, but it buys them a little time to sit Malik. I think Mike Tomlin's a guy that would appreciate Malik's talent, his upside, and I think that'd be a really good spot for him because Mike Tomlin's such a good leader. Um, so I would I would I would think that would be a great landing spot for him. Again, I think Seattle's an option. Seattle appears to be in the Baker Mayfield uh, sweepstakes, as does Carolina. So that can really shake up our mock draft quite a bit if they landed Baker. But yeah, that's uh, that's cool, man. To blow, take blow it, the take it light. yeah, blow the entire mock draft up. All right, man. Hey, are you ready for these sprinkles? I'm ready, man. Lay them on me. All right, you got to rate me on my jokes. I got three of them for tonight. Okay. Okay. All right. First one. Why didn't the koala bear get the job? Because he is Quake. No, they said she was overqualified. Qualified. I shouldn't. I'll give you six out of ten. All right, cool, cool, cool. All right, second one. What did the reporter say to the ice cream? I don't know. What did it say? What's the scoop? Ooh, I should have known that one. Pint Saturdays. I give that one a nine out of ten. Oh, I like it. All right. Uh, what do you call an apple that farts? Um, my Tacoma. <laughs> Tootie Fruity. Tootie Fruity. That's got to be a two out of ten. <laughs> That's going to be a two out of ten. So we got a six, a nine, and a two. Let's go, baby. You add that up, it's 17 out of 30. Not that great. <laughs> <laughs> a little above 50%, brother. Oh, I'll take it, man. I'll take it. Hey, hey, and listen, all of our amazing listeners out there, take those jokes and run with them. Drop them in a, in a team's meeting tomorrow. Just say, hey, listen, team, I want to start this meeting off with a joke. 
hit him with the what do you call an apple that farts? Just roll with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I would definitely choose the other two before that one. <laughs> All right, Jack, we have made it to the end of the pint. You know what time it is? Mystery scoop, baby. Last scoop, best scoop. Let's go. Hey, I have the mystery scoop. I've been itching to give you a hint just based off some of the things you're saying because you're going to be so ready for this question, okay? And literally, <laughs> I was like, every time you mention what you're, you'll hear the question, you'll get it. I didn't want to bring it up that it was going to be the mystery scoop because then you, then you would know what was coming down the pipeline. Okay. But my question for you, Jack, is since we are in NFL draft mode, it is NFL draft season. It is here. Walk me through the most head-scratching decision your Washington commanders made on draft day. Of all time. Of all time. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Let me think on it. You you give me yours. I'll think on mine. So mine's been basically every year. Every year. <laughs> nice. I, 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 not that not I, I don't want you to think about how they turned out. I want you to think about in that moment when the pick was made. Right. If they turned out to be awesome. Hey, that's amazing, right? But mine started back when we took Eli Apple. You yeah, you had a run there. Eli he, Apple. Eric Flowers. Eric Flowers. I, I just don't understand. I mean, to be honest, Dave I was Bumper. I was Dude, to be honest, I mean, you know Daniel Jones. I, I called you. Um, Dexter Lawrence. I mean, I can just name – dude, to be honest, Andrew Thomas threw me off. I didn't have him as my highest rate tackle. I'm like, what are we doing? <laughs> oh, man. That's funny, man. Literally, I still like – and I'm not kidding when I tell you probably the past, you know, 12 years of drafting. I'm like, what are we doing in the first round? That's hilarious. Yeah. Um, Luckily, I've been wrong on some of them, which is good. <laughs> Andrew Thomas. Actually, I haven't but, been wrong on a lot of them. Just really, I'm, Andrew. Yeah. When y'all didn't take Josh Allen and you decided to go with Daniel Jones, that really threw me for a loop with Josh Allen, the, the, the edge rusher, not the quarterback. Yeah. Oh, do, do you remember the text that I sent you? We're going to get Josh. Because remember when, when the Bucks picked at five, I was like, dude, we are about to get Devin or Josh Allen, bro. And I was so yeah. hyped. And then Daniel Jones. I was like, what? Yeah, yeah. So, all right. So, mine's gonna be a long time ago. Um, back in two thousand five, actually. So, you ready to go down mystery lane with me? Let's do it. All right. So, um, this is kind of shows our luck of just us being the football team, the Commanders, whatever you want to call us. It doesn't matter. It's a dumpster fire. <laughs> so, in, in two thousand and five, we draft. We had the ninth pick. In the in the draft, and we drafted a guy named Carlos Rogers. He was a cornerback from Auburn, um, which is great. He turned out to be an okay player. Couldn't catch, so he literally would have like one interception. He, it turned out that he had to get contacts. He was like blind, but we didn't realize this until he left our team because our team doctors want to be smart enough to check their eyesight, you know. <laughs> Anyways, he got he got contacts and eventually like led the league in interceptions for the Niners <laughs> one year. I swear it's funny. That's not even it. So this is the draft where Aaron Ro- or uh, yeah Aaron Rodgers <laughs> dropped right. Yeah, he he got drafted twenty fourth by the Packers. Uh, before he got drafted, we traded back into the first round, brother, <laughs> to the twenty fifth spot. The twenty fifth spot. Aaron Rodgers got taken right before it was our pit. And you guys were trading back to get Aaron Rodgers, weren't you? Yeah. Guess who we ended up with? Who? Somebody named Jason Campbell. He was a quarterback from Auburn. 
<laughs> and the rest is history. I remember Jason Campbell. Yeah, man, we got Jason Campbell. <laughs> that's such Come a on, that's man. such a command. One pick away right? from getting Aaron Rodgers, we got Jason Campbell. <laughs> that's the luck of my franchise, man. Oh man, I don't even want to ask the question. Where would you guys be at right now if you had Aaron Rodgers? Dude, can you imagine where we would be at? <laughs> it like literally changed the. It changes the whole trajectory of my fandom. Like I probably am looking at multiple Super Bowl rings. Who knows? Oh man, it's you're literally going into every year expecting playoffs. We go into every year, you know. And, and guess what, Josh? He would still be playing. <laughs> I'd still be riding high. And you've had since then. You've had uh, what, I've about had 11? 85 quarterbacks, <laughs> and they all stunk. <laughs> Not one of them have been good, man. Our our best quarterback's Kirk Cousins, and he decided to rob us and go to Minnesota, and he's not even good. Minnesota is Minnesota fans are realizing that they they hate that guy because he gets paid so much money and he's so mediocre. He's so terrible. He'll get you nine wins every year. He'll get you nine wins, man. He'll choke in all the big games. Look, that's. That's one that stands out to me. Trust me, there's been so many others. There's been so many others. <laughs> I know. Like, I can literally go down the rabbit hole of how many busts. I mean, we can go back to last year with Jamin Davis, who couldn't get couldn't get off the bench. I, it, you would think he was super glued to the bench. <laughs> For real. Oh, man, this is the best mystery scoop ever. The wi- Guys, the wheels have officially blown up. Jack is steaming right now. There is smoke coming out of his yeah. ears. Yeah. Pretty much. I mean, we can also go back to the the RG three tread. Yeah, but it, yeah, but he also was a Pro Bowler year one. Josh, we I, gave up like you, three three first round picks for him. Yeah, all we had was 2012. It set our franchise back so much. <laughs> you know what, who? You want to know who else was in that was in that draft? Who? A guy named Ryan Tannehill. He went sixth to the Miami Dolphins. We traded every first round pick for like <laughs> seven years. years. To, to get RG3 for 12 games. Because guess what? He was hurting that first season. And then he blew out his knee. And we know the drama that came with that guy. Good guy. Good you want to know what else sucks about that season? Huh. That was the year that Peyton Manning was deciding where he wanted to go play. And he chose the Broncos. Guess who was in consideration? The Commanders. The Commanders. Because we have Mike Shanahan. No, he chose the Broncos. And we traded every draft pick. To go get Mr. Bob Griffin. And we all know how that played out. Oh, the wheels. I mean, the wheels have not so just Josh, blown up. Josh, you yet. asked me what was the worst, you know, head scratcher. <laughs> I can't – in 2013 and 2014, we didn't even have a first-round pick because of Mr. Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, he was riding the bench for us. Great draft pick, man. Man, oh, this is – this may have been the most epic – mystery scoop ever the wheels have completely blown off you are fired up you're gonna walk in the house and brit's gonna say how'd the pod go and you're gonna say don't ask me any questions yeah it was a terrible it was a terrible visit down memory lane of how terrible (laughs) my franchise has been at drafting jack that's why i have no confidence going into thursday there it's out there it's in the open (laughs) we're definitely gonna mess up you guys are definitely Gonna take Andrew Booth, cornerback, <laughs> at eleven. Dude, I would not be shocked if we did something like that. Oh uh, no, the only okay. So here's the thing: the only pick. Listen, I'm confident you guys are gonna make a. a I'm not confident at all. I'm not confident. 
Josh, do not. The only reason, the only reason I'm confident is because we have an entirely new leadership in. If Josh, it was Dave Gettleman, don't even get Jordan me Davis started on you guys. You guys had three draft picks. You traded back in for DeAndre Baker. You want to talk about that one? Oh, listen, listen. Don't get me started, Jack. You remember how down I was during that draft? We took Daniel Jones, and then we listen. I'll take take me down memory lane. I was watching in a buddy's house. We take Daniel Jones. I called you immediately because I just didn't understand it. And I was furious because I'm like, what are we doing? I was very annoyed with the whole pick. Um, and then I'm like, all right, well, let's see what we're going to do at 17. We take Dexter Lawrence. I drove home. Yeah, I that said, makes what? sense. And then y'all traded back in and you got, you got Baker. I didn't, even get, I didn't even get to watch that pick because I was driving. I was so annoyed. I was like, what well, are we doing? you didn't miss much. He was, he was on your team enough to have a cup of coffee. And he was getting roasted when he was playing. <laughs> he was getting roasted out there. Don't and don't listen. You want to get me started on the Giants picks? We haven't had a third round pick hit in forty three years. <laughs> I don't even know why we pick in the third round because they just don't get on the field and Josh, they're terrible. Big whoop! You haven't had a, a hit in the third round. We haven't had a hit in the first round <laughs> in forever. God, we're. I mean, Chase Young played seven games last year. He had one sack. So fingers crossed that he turns out to be okay. I mean, good God. Look, man, we got a second pick. This is how bad we are. You want to hear how bad we are? Break it down. The year that we were terrible, the year that we were terrible, we got the second pick. We ended up with Chase Young. I think Chase Young is going to be a great player. Don't don't get it twisted. He had a little bit of a slow start, probably a sophomore slump. It happens, right? Mm -hmm. But this is how terrible we are, Josh. That's the same year that Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert were in the draft. We lost the or we beat the Miami Dolphins. They went for two. Instead of kicking the field goal to send the game for overtime, they went for two, and we of course stopped them. That kept us from getting the first pick. We're talking about one play from away from Joe Burrow. That's my luck. That's my luck, brother. Are you taking? You guys think you take Joe Burrow at one, brother? Yes, yes. You take Joe Burrow at one. He was a stud. In college, yes, you take Joe Burrow, you you pass on Chase, <clears throat> quarterback, and DN or outside linebacker. They don't compare in terms of the difference that they make on the field. Yeah, quarterback has the ball in their hand every freaking play on offense. Yep. So if you think you get your franchise guy, there's nobody on our roster at the time that said otherwise. So you have to take Joe Burrow. We are one play away. We decided to beat the Miami Dolphins in Week Seven by stopping their two point conversion. Because they're in full-on tank for Tua at the time. And we lost out on Joe Burrow. That's my luck. But, but, we're, it's all going to change on Thursday. I'm getting so worked up. I'm having a hard time breathing. I'm coughing in my truck. <laughs> I need water, man. Dude, this is so epic. It's not even funny. And I legit, like, like I I get it. But not, I, I don't even think I'm on your level right now. <sighs> Probably not, man. You you have brought me down during this mystery school because I'm just thinking of all the stuff you could have had, starting with Aaron Rodgers in 2005. That's crazy. Yep. Yep. Well, anything to add before we end the fight? Nothing to add. I'm just going to – I walked into this with a lot of hope and optimism. Then you made me go down memory lane, and I remember – doesn't matter who's in the front office, who's the coach. We stink at drafting. So <laughs> I'm going to leave here uh, being more realistic than optimistic, realizing that we're probably going to draft a guy 
and uh, by week five, Coach Rivera will be at the podium talking about how great he looks in practice, but he doesn't get on the field. <laughs> Whoever it is, trust me, it'll be someone. Oh, I can't, I can't wait. I can't. I'm going to have to record your reaction, too, for the pod. That works, um, man. I'm going to have to record it. Dude, if Please. we select Kyle Hamilton, though, I'm going streaking. Okay, okay. All right. Hey, listen, we will put something on Instagram or Twitter uh, on what Jack is going to – he's not going to go streaking. That's a little aggressive. I don't want him to get arrested. It's probably not a good No, look. look, I live in the burbs, man. I'll straight up go to jail. Like, yeah, it's not happening. Yeah, Maybe let's... I'll streak to, to the bathroom. Uh, <laughs> that's about it. Yeah. JJ will look at you and be like, I'll streak with you too, Dad. Let's do oh, it. He definitely will, man. Right out of the tub, that boy's ready. <laughs> oh, it's so funny, man. All right. Hey, listen, we appreciate you guys listening. It is here, the NFL draft. We hope you enjoyed our rotating mock draft. Hey, we hope our team gets some ballers. We're confident they will, or we're not confident they will in Jack's case right now. But that's partly because I asked a triggering question um, and the wheels blew off. Either way, hey, we appreciate you guys listening to us. Uh, get ready for the draft. Have some fun. Thanks for hanging out with us on this weekend. Anything else you want to say before I end it, Jack? Yeah, just, hey, give us uh, some takes on, on the mock draft. If we selected somebody for your team, love to hear if you loved or hate the pick. Uh, you know, we're two draft gurus because our teams are terrible. So we've been <laughs> studying these players for a while. So if you come with a hot take, you better be ready to defend it. Let's go, baby let's go and don't forget the most important thing this is the pod for the people see you guys later